Hey, hey, hey. It's been a long time coming, but I am here. I am excited about the creation of this podcast. I am Nicole Shabazz, also known as Nurse Nick, and I am the creator and host of Why Wait Till Monday podcast. It has been my desire to create this podcast since 2020. Talk about not waiting until Monday. I waited two whole years before I finally hit upload for this introduction episode. I was going through some things. 2020 was not playing with me at all. But the saying is true. What don't kill you will make you stronger. And I want to thank you for listening to this first episode where I will tell you all about myself, what led me to nursing, and the journey that led to the creation of Why Wait Till Monday, and also what to expect in future episodes. My journey into nursing school began while working on a mother-baby unit as a unit clerk. On one of our quiet nights, we sat around the nursing station and started talking about nursing. The nurses shared their journeys, why they chose nursing as a career, and how nursing was benefiting them and their families. At the end of the conversation, I knew I was going to sign up for nursing school because I had a seven-month-old daughter at home. I was a single mom, and I needed to make sure I would always be able to take care of her. One of the nurses suggested that I go to the community college in my town and ask about the nursing program. The shift ended at 7 a.m. and I was at the college by 9 a.m. signing up for the nursing program and began taking my prerequisites spring of 1999. I remember the excitement the nurses had for me when I showed them my schedule for school. They were shocked that I actually signed up for, signed up for school, but I was determined to make a good life for my daughter. During nursing school, I learned African Americans and Latinos are at highest risk for many diseases. I just couldn't understand if we are more susceptible to all these diseases, why aren't we aware of these diseases and receiving education on prevention? Many of these diseases I was just learning about in nursing school. I remember as a child seeing one of my neighbors give herself a needle in her thigh, and when I asked her why she gave herself the needle, she said, quote unquote, I have sugar. This will be my introduction to health inequalities and health disparities within the inner city and undeserved populations. I decided once I graduate, I would work in the inner city with undeserved population and bring awareness to the community. While in nursing school, I participated in community events, health fairs, and led workshops. After graduation, uh, the community service continued and included writing health newsletters in a Know Your Number campaign that educated the community on important numbers they should know and track for metabolic health. I graduated with an associate degree in nursing in 2004. Uh, my first job out of nursing school was on an infectious disease unit in a state-designated trauma hospital in the heart of the inner city. I learned a lot on this unit relating to patient care, disease processes, working with other nurses and support staff, and quickly came to the realization that floor nursing was not my thing. I just could not figure out how to get it all done in eight hours and will often have to stay over to complete my documentation. Once I got married and pregnant with my son, I transferred to the day shift because I could not stay awake on the midnight shift. Working on the day shift was the worst. The nurses and support staff were not the friendliest and it was an every man for himself type of unit. I would leave work exhausted. 
When I got home, I was spread out on the couch. When I got home, I was spread out on the couch for hours trying to regain energy just to repeat the process all over again. When I left for maternity leave, I knew I would not be returning to the hospital ever unless life circumstances caused me to. Let's just say those experiences were a great difference from the experience that led me into nursing. After staying home several months, I picked up a job at the community health center, which was perfect for fulfilling my wife and mommy duties. When I left the community health center, I worked in home care hospice and palliative care nursing. Working on the community, working in the community setting allowed me to see nursing from a different lens, and I was able to witness the effects of health inequalities from within the client's environment. I enjoyed working in home care, but the emotional toll was too much to bear. I made the biggest mistake in getting too close to two of the families I was caring for. One of the patients passed away, and the other one was fighting to stay alive. I went home and told my husband I was quitting my job and going back to school. In 2008, I graduated with a bachelor's degree in nursing and returned to the community, working with displaced children and foster care system. This was by far the most rewarding nursing job of my career. If I had not reached the ceiling for growth in this organization, I would probably still be there. But when I graduated in 2014 with a master's degree in nursing informatics, I wanted to put my degree to work and there were no positions in this organization that would allow me to. So I moved on to where I am currently, overseeing the largest telehealth program in New Jersey for the federal government. Why Wait Till Monday was birthed after a long battle I was having within myself. The year is 2020, we're in a pandemic working from home, I'm eating a full breakfast, full lunch, full dinner, snacks, and endless wine. Every day, not paying attention to the weight that was packing on until one day, I had to go into the office and my favorite go-to pants could not go up my legs without a lot of wiggling and jumping, and then I couldn't button them. A few days later, I got on the scale and had the most extra pounds ever on my body. All I could think is I have to get it together and I know what to do. I began researching belly fat, anti-inflammatory foods and meals when I came across intermittent fasting and keto. I was intrigued with the metabolic concept of intermittent fasting and what happens in the body when we sustain from eating for long periods of time. Eating when we are truly hungry. I was fully in. I began the program and things were going great. The weight was coming off. I was feeling much better physically and mentally. I was on track and then my favorite person in the world, my dad passed away. All of the bad habits didn't fully return until two weeks later when my oldest son passed away. My world was a downward spiral from that point. I began eating any and everything, drinking all day, every day. My world was dark. I looked in the mirror one day and literally could not recognize myself. I had allowed myself to become unnoticeable to me. My face, my hands, my entire body was swollen and puffy. My attitude was terrible and I had given up on myself and felt as if I had no one or nowhere to turn. When I made the decision to pull myself out of this dark space, 
I started praying again, walking again, and eating more thoughtfully again. It took some time, but the realization of where I was and where I would end up began speaking volumes to me. I made a post on Facebook at the end of 2020, mentioning the dark place I was working to come out of, and a trainer friend of mine inboxed me and reminded me that I knew what to do, and he invited me to come work out with him. I took the invite to receive the motivation, and he became my accountability partner. My momentum was back. I'm consistently working out, eating clean most days of the week, drinking much less wine than previously, but the scale was either not moving or moving in the wrong direction upward. I was feeling discouraged, but I had to remind myself to trust the process and to do some research into what may be causing my body to not accept the things I was doing to repair it from the bad habits I was previously engaged in. I remember doing intermittent fasting and how my body accepted it, I also remember doing the keto diet and seeing results. However, this time around, I didn't want to eat dairy because my body doesn't respond well to it. And I'm not a big fan of red meat. It was midweek when I just decided I'm going to do intermittent fasting. It didn't require any special equipment or food. All I needed was the willpower and the understanding of time. I had an entire conversation with myself asking the question, why do we always wait until Monday to start something new or to get back on track when we fall off the wagon, whether it's with our meals or working out or making some sort of change? We often say, I'll do it on Monday, as if Monday is promised to us. Several reasons came to mind as to why we want to wait until Monday, such as it's the start of a new week, We'll have the weekend to continue the current behavior. We'll have more time to get our minds ready. Or we'll have time to prepare if items are needed from the grocery store. And the list went on and on. I thought why wait till Monday would become just a blog post or a discussion in one of my workshops. But instead it manifested into a podcast. Two months prior to going, two months prior to going live with the podcast... I had a frightening life experience where if I chose to wait until Monday to make changes, the podcast may not have come to fruition. Why Wait Till Monday is a safe space where we will discuss wellness and waiting. Wellness is all-encompassing and pertains to physical, mental, and financial well-being. Why Wait Till Monday is a weekly podcast featuring solo episodes and interviews where my guest and I will discuss a variety of current events and trends relating to health and wellness, such as body image, self-talk, time eating, food choices, and the benefits of eating certain foods, self-advocacy, women's health, finances, and many more topics that are beneficial and encouraging to women during this walk of life. This podcast will also feature interviews with people sharing their journey of resilience and determination and subject matter experts in the area of health, wellness, mindfulness, and functional medicine. At the end of each episode, you will feel encouraged to not wait until Monday and will receive tangible tools that can be easily applied into your daily routines. In this podcast, you will hear conversations and real-world experiences discussing whether we made the decision to wait or started where we were.
The excitement that I feel in just saying the title of my podcast, Why Wait Till Monday, brings me so much joy and gives me chills. I want this podcast to reach people all over the world. I want to hear your experiences in waiting until Monday or making the decision not to wait until Monday. I want to hear from you. What are your thoughts when you hear the phrase, why wait till Monday? I'm proud to have overcome negative self-talk and imposter syndrome to hit send on this introduction episode. For some time, I had allowed negative self-talk to hold me back. Even while putting this podcast together and taping of this episode, I criticized my voice and what I was saying, but I pushed through that and here we are. What is it that you want to do right now? Okay, then do it. What small steps can you take right now towards what it is you want to do? You ever heard the phrase, slow and steady wins the race? Small steps do lead to bigger end goals. And with every sunset, there's an opportunity to reset. I have a few requests. Help me in getting this message out to women all over the world. Please download Why Wait Till Monday from your favorite podcast carrier and share with your network. Leave a review and five stars. This will help me get to the top of the search engine when people are searching for health and wellness podcasts. You can sign up for the email list to receive notification when new episodes are released, as well as to be the first to know about upcoming challenges Email address is whywaittillmonday at gmail.com. The content you hear on Why Wait Till Monday is for informational and educational purposes only and does not intend or imply to be a substitute for professional advice or consultation with a healthcare professional. Always seek guidance from your healthcare provider. Remember, don't wait until Monday. Until next time, peace. Thank you.